Captain, we've sent out the SOS, but there hasn't been any response. The junior officer looked up with a mixture of fear and resignation that Captain Smith found pitiable. He couldn't remember the man's name in the midst of the commotion, but it was possible this was the first, and likely his last commission at sea. How is the evacuation progressing? Captain Smith asked, only keeping his voice steady by staring over the bow of the ship to the horizon in the distance. The constant, never-ending line of ocean and sky always helped put his problems in perspective and keep a steady head. Women and children from first class are being evacuated first. The lower classes are being held on their decks to help maintain order. Should we bring the steerage passengers up to the main decks? Captain Smith turned away from the man and let the first crack creep in his composure while the other man couldn't see him. He knew it wouldn't matter if they brought the steerage passengers above deck now or left them locked below. There weren't enough lifeboats to save most of them and the water was freezing. Salvation would only arrive from another ship answering their distress call. With his back to the young officer, the captain straightened his hat and used a thumb to wipe away a tear from his eye. Titanic, this is the SS Californian. We received your distress call and are ready to render aid. The sound of the tinny voice over the radio jolted Captain Smith and he almost tripped over the young officer as they both scrambled for the radio. The young officer took a half-step back, seating the radio to the captain. This is the RMS Titanic. We have hit an iceberg and are taking on water. The ship is sinking. From the corner of his eye, Captain Smith saw the young man blanch another shade whiter. Likely the poor boy still hoped the ship was truly unsinkable. The fog is too thick. I don't dare bring our own ship any closer without risking both vessels. I can send you our coordinates and we can begin to pick up your lifeboats. Captain Smith clenched his free hand in frustration. He couldn't blame the Californian, not really. They were showing due caution where he had not. If he had taken the same attitude with his own ship, he might not be sending scores of people to their own watery graves. Thank you, we would be obliged. Unfortunately, we are not equipped with enough lifeboats for the entire passenger manifest, and the water is too cold to survive long enough for the fog to clear. Will you reconsider moving to a closer position to render aid and rescue? There was a long silence on the line that stretched out long enough that Captain Smith considered calling again and begging. But he forced himself to wait in breath, counting the ticking seconds on the bridge clock. Titanic, I'm sorry, but our quartermaster says there is no clear path for us, and maneuvering would be quite impossible. However, we can send our lifeboats over with a small crew to load people and ferry them back here. Captain Smith sighed in relief. Yes, thank you California. I dare say it probably won't be enough for everyone, but you may save more than a few lives tonight. Gallagher Campos went over his checklist one final time. He was poised on the balls of his feet in excitement, ready for the maiden trip of his temporal recreation machine, aptly named the Morlock. It had taken Gallagher months to obtain the proper licenses and permissions to finally use the new time machine invention for commercial use. And for the first trip, he found it fitting to take a group of almost 1,000 observers to see the sinking of the Titanic in person. At 10,000 credits a person, this first trip alone would make him rich. And after the governmental safety review, he could run a similar trip every single day, possibly multiple times a day. It was the start of his own empire. Ladies and gentlemen, Gallagher announced to the group, which slowly silenced their small whispers to hear him speak, now that we have all the briefings and waivers out of the way, we are ready to transport. 
We have scanned the area and there are several floating pieces of debris we've verified through historical records were never used by the Titanic. But remember, any attempt to tamper with the natural unfolding of historical events will result in immediate return to the present without a refund. He waited a few seconds as the group slowly nodded their assent and to help build anticipation. And with that, we will begin the countdown. A clock behind Gallagher came to life, starting with 10 seconds and clicking slowly down. The group chanted in unison, counting with the clock. After 10 seconds, the entire group found themselves in a row of lifeboats some distance off from a ship in the distance. Gallagher pulled out his carefully researched timeline and narrated into the communication device that was transmitting to each member of his tour group. Hey, you can't be here, a man in the boat with Gallagher yelled, raising to his feet and jamming a finger quite rudely in his direction. These lifeboats are going to the Titanic. This is a rescue mission. Gallagher muted his microphone and consulted his papers. That's impossible. There were never any lifeboats sent to the Titanic. Now I'm going to have to ask you to be quiet, please. I'm running a tour group. But the annoying man just wouldn't be quiet and started yelling profanity in some ancient dialect. Gallagher had no more patience for this man. He put on his helmet, specially designed for this trip to improve the sound quality of his live narration in the windy North Atlantic, and continued. As he was describing events, the man tried to maneuver his boat away from the sinking ship, so Gallagher used one steel reinforced boot to kick an oar into the water. Gallagher could see the man gesturing and his mouth moving in anger, but he didn't pay him any more heed. He continued with his meticulously prepared, historically perfect recounting of the events. And if you look behind us in the distance, you will see the ship SS Californian, which was the closest ship at the time of the Titanic sinking, but refused to offer aid of any kind. 